9 o'clock on Monday, the 12th of December, 2011. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is now in session. This is KF7CCC Net Control. My name is Andrew. Before I proceed, is there any emergency or priority traffic for the net? Every Monday night, the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa meets for training and exercise in the public service communication arts. Someone has to be ready. This net is dedicated to addressing that challenge. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa also activates during threats or emergencies affecting Maricopa County. So when trouble strikes in Maricopa County, tune here. This net is an activity, not a separate organization. We don't recruit people from their chosen organization, so go join the public service organization of your choice and come here to learn, hone your skills, and exercise your equipment. All are welcome here. The only requirements are a radio, a license to use it on the net, and an interest in using both for the benefit of others. We expect to make mistakes and learn from them. Old grumps and sorry attitudes don't belong here. This frequency is hereby a can-do, how-to zone. This is KF7CCC Net Control. The Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa is held on the Mount Ward, figures 146.902 minus offset, and the Shaw Butte figures 147.24 plus offset length repeaters. Both repeaters require a figures 162.2 hertz tone. Thanks to the good guys of the Arizona Repeater Association for authorizing us to use these repeaters. Any station that can't reach either repeater should try transmitting simplex on the output frequency of the repeater you can hear best. Wait for the repeater to stop transmitting before you transmit. Any stations that hear someone that that control cannot hear should notify me with the word relay. In the event that both repeaters fail, we will use simplex on the Shaw Butte frequency, figure 147.24 simplex. Program a memory into your radio with figures 147.24 simplex. This is KF7CCC Net Control. I need a volunteer for alternate net control. Alternate net control copies check-ins with me and keeps notes, informs when I double with someone, and is available for special assignments. Alternate net control will assume net leadership if I cannot continue. No one volunteered last week, so I need someone to help with tonight. Is there anyone who's going to step forward? Thank you. Are you volunteering for alternate control, first of all? That was the plan. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll send some files over to your, uh, email, your email address. Uh, I think you're just your call sign at cox.net, right? Alright, watch your email for files for tonight's net. 
let me know when you have the files open or are ready to proceed. Also, assume tactical call sign, alternate net control. Assuming tactical call sign, alternate control, uh, I received your email. I'm opening the files now. I will let you know when they're open. KE7VIN. All right, many thanks. Well, tonight is field power night. A couple of nights ago, uh, weeks ago, we talked about batteries, which I suspect is the most popular way to bring power into the field. If you're using an HT, it's pretty much the only game in town. But batteries aren't all there is. And in some cases, batteries won't get the job done. If it's unusually cold, batteries will have trouble delivering. If you're packing a base station into an event, batteries can be heavy. If the event lasts long enough, you might not have enough batteries to make it through. Hands have a long tradition of experimenting with alternate power sources. Tonight, we're talking about how we use non-battery power to power our equipment in the field during an exercise, event, or emergency. I'd like to hear about the non-battery types of field power you've had experience with. How do you keep any field power sources you have organized for easy deployment? How easy is it for others to acquire the equipment so they have the same or similar capabilities? This is KF7CCC, Net Control. Net Control. Alternate Net Control, go ahead. Documents open and I'm ready with the log. KE7VIN. Perfect, thanks very much. The Arizona Emergency Net is Maricopa is a directed net. Direct all calls to net control. I'm going to take check-ins from stations running on non-battery field power first. Next, I'm going to take check-ins from stations that have the capability to run non-battery field power, but currently are operating using batteries or the grid. Finally, I'll take the remaining check-ins. Avoid quick draw keying, key your radio, take a breath, and then speak. So first, I'll take check-ins from those stations currently running on field power from any location. Any stations currently in the field or currently using a power source other than grid, electricity, or batteries, please come now with your FCC call sign only. Kilo Charlie 7, Kilo Mike Tango. Again, again, any tonight. It sounds like we've got one. I acknowledge KC7KMT. Um, do one last call for any that are any stations that are currently on field power. Please come now. KF7OJP. All right. I acknowledge KF7OJP. Two stations that are currently using power supplies that are. Uh, not batteries or the grid. Good stuff. All right. Uh, now I'm going to take check-ins from stations who are field power capable, but currently using either the grid or batteries. If you have the ability to run other kinds of field power, please call now with your FCC call sign only. KF7RCSKC. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Mike Mike X-Ray, Adam. KF seven RYX. I acknowledge KF seven RCS, KF seven MMX, and I think it was Kilo Foxtrot seven Romeo Yankee X Ray. 
Uh, I'll take the next the check-ins from the next three stations that are capable of running field power. Please come down. Whiskey seven kilo, Michael. in there. I'll acknowledge W7KMG and uh, call for the next three stations that uh, either didn't make it in because of doubles or uh, haven't checked in yet. So the next three stations capable of running field power, please come down. ZKA. There was a third station that I know I missed. Could that station please come again? Info. Info, go ahead. Hey, you got a station uh, trying to get in, but they don't have their tone turned on. And I didn't catch their call sign, so they need to turn the tone on. W7 KMG. All right, station calling. Uh, you need to turn your PL tone, or uh, I think they also call them Motorola tones, on. Uh, I'll take the next three check-ins of stations that are capable of running on field power. Please come down. K1 Lima, Papa, India. K7SRV. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Mike Zulu Bravo. Acknowledge K1LPI, K7SRV, and KF7MZB. Uh, the next three stations that are capable of running on field power, please come in now. stations that are capable of running on field power. Please come now. in that control. I know it's a kind of a last minute thing. Uh, do you want to take check-ins from the rest of the stations? Uh, yes or no, either one's a good answer.
That is correct. The, the last category is people who are capable of running on either grid or battery only. This is KF7 CCC Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa. I will take check-ins. Now we're looking for stations who are uh, who do not have a field power source, who are only capable of running on either grids or uh, th that is the, the main power grid or a battery. Uh, please come now with your FCC call sign only. Kilo Foxtrot 7, November Lima X-ray. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Oscar Quebec Zulu. Kilo 5, Delta Alpha Romeo. Okay. I acknowledge uh, KF7OQZ and K5DAR. There was a KF7 uh, and a Lima X-ray. Uh, I didn't get the uh, the other um, letter in your call sign. So if the uh, Lima X-ray station would come uh, with your call sign, please come now. Kilo Foxtrot 7, November, Lima X-ray. Kilo Foxtrot 7, November, Lima X-Ray, and somebody doubled with him the first time, uh, so if I have, didn't acknowledge you and you thought you checked in, please come now. Whiskey 7, Charlie Golf Hotel. Acknowledge Whiskey 7, Charlie Golf Hotel. Okay, uh, next three stations with uh, who are only capable of running on uh, the... Uh, Main power, main power grid or batteries. Please come now. Kilo Foxtrot 7, Romeo Echo Mike. Kilo 2, Zulu, Zulu, Quebec. A whiskey, Bravo 7. Uniform Lima Whiskey. KF7 REM K2ZZQ and WB7 ULW. There was a station uh, doubled earlier. Would you come now uh, with your call sign? Kilo Foxtrot 7, November Papa Whiskey. Acknowledge KF7, NPW. Next three stations, please come now. KF7, RWT. November 7, Papa Sierra Whiskey. College, Kilo Foxtrot 7, Romeo Whiskey Victor, I think. I wasn't sure if that last character was a Victor, and I acknowledge N7PSW. Uh, any corrections on that?
the last character was T as in Tango. Uh, 
Broadcast 7 MMX, Adam here. Uh, currently running off the handheld, so that's kind of cheating there. Uh, as for field power, uh, also cheating with the motor vehicle option, the generator uh, alternator option. Don't quite have anything else just yet, but uh, hope to in the near future. KF7 MMX. Motor vehicle certainly counts if you're uh, running off of the. Uh, the alternator and not just the battery, I think I call that field power. Uh, KF7 RYX, please come with your report. KF7 RYX, this is Dennis. I have a uh, 1K generator. Uh, I have uh, the 5K, but uh, found that it just used way too much fuel for any extended period of time and also made a lot of noise unless you move it a quite a long distance away. So I have a 1K generator that will go about 8 hours on uh, 1.2 gallons of gasoline. Quiet and uh, provides all the power you need to, to run your uh, uh, power supply. So it does great. KF7RYX, back to net. You're getting ahead of me. I'm going to ask you those questions later so we could uh, all talk about that. Uh, W7KMG, please come with your report. Name's Steve, and uh, same thing, gas-powered uh, generator. My particular one's a uh, 2000 watt uh, W7KMG. Thank you, Steve. Uh, K7BC, please come with your report. Yeah, my name is Here we got a couple people, at least with solar. Uh, WB4ZKA, please come with your report. Mike, solar, WB4ZKA. Thank you, Mike. Good report. Uh, K1LPI, please come with your report. K1LPI, Dave, solar, and Honda Generator. K1LPI. Thank you, Dave. Good report. K7SRV, please come with your report. Guy K7SRV, uh, 12, uh, 13 volt and 110 volt in my uh, Jeep running uh, from the alternator and battery power, uh, portable cell battery, K7SRV. Thank you, Guy. Next we have KF7MZB. Please come with your report. Uh, Larry, solar and generator. KF7MZB. This is KF7CCC. Net control for the Arizona Emergency Unit Maricopa. And uh, next we'll move on to take uh, reports from the grid battery people. Uh, once again, I want your name. And if you have had experience with in the past, even if you don't currently have uh, the capability of running uh, field power, please let me know what you've had experience with in the past. Uh, starting off, we'll go to KF7NLX. Please come with your report. This is KF7NLX. Name is Todd. I don't have any um, uh, portable field power experience uh, with ham radio. 
However, uh, in the military, that was a, a good thing to know about. Uh, I am currently researching uh, options for uh, uh, field power. This is KF7 NLX. Oh, I think we're having an end at the right time for you. That sounds good. Uh, KF7 OQZ, please come with your report. KF7 OQZ, just batteries. All right, and can I get your name for the lot, please? KF7OQZ, Harry, KF7OQZ. All right, thank you, Harry. Uh, K5DAR, please come with your report. Time uh, running on the uh, utility power here. FT847. Can run on batteries if I have to. K5DAR. Thank you, Daryl. Uh, W7CGH, please come with your report. Charlotte Battery, W7CGH. All right, KF7REM, please come with your report. Uh, Rick, uh, battery only, and car cigarette lighter, uh, KF7REM. Thank you, Rick. Good report. Uh, K2ZZQ, please come with your report. Doug, uh, sometimes run a generator in the field, but uh, actually I've not run that on my ham radio operation. K2ZZQ. That's okay. Tonight, if you know about uh, field power sources, you don't have to have run uh, ham radio on it. As long as you can tell us things that we don't know, which is probably going to be a lot for me. Uh, WB7ULW, please come with your report. Whiskey Bravo 7, Uniform Lima Whiskey, could you please come with your report? We'll move down to QO Fox 7, November Papa Whiskey. Please come with your report. My name's Kenji, and I've had field experience, not with ham radio, but with a couple of hydro sources, uh, some propeller ones and some self-contained turbines. Cool stuff. I think we may be picking your grades, too. Uh, KS7 RWT, please come with your report. Uh, JE and uh, experience with the uh, battery and uh, yeah, cigarette lighter in the car, and also if you have a generator, but uh, haven't uh, had any experience with the ham radio with that yet. KF7RWT. Thank you, JD. And last on our list, we have N7PSW. Please come with your report. My name's Paul. Uh, gas generator, solar, and batteries, and that's with CERT, so not this, this is little HT, 10-7-PSW. All right, good stuff. And uh, if there are any stations that want to check in now, uh, please call. All right, we'll put one last call out for WB7ULW. Do you have a report for us?
is KS7CCC, Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. So the first thing I'd like to talk about, a lot of people have had them or had experience with them, is uh, generators. Um, if I wanted to get a generator and use it for fuel power, uh, what should I be looking for? Uh, how expensive are they? Uh, what kinds are available? Uh, let's start off with that. Uh, Anybody who has any information, please call. All right, I'll start it off. W7KMG. W7KMG, go ahead. Well, one of the things you want to look for is... Uh, a percentage over what you actually need and I think it's like 30% so if you're going to run something that uh, you know pulls say a thousand watts uh, you need something that's probably a 1300 watt generator and I think that's just for a uh, margin of error and uh, there's several different kinds of course I mean you know whether it's gas propane or uh, diesel so depending on what your need is but Probably uh, for our, you know, purposes for you know running just radios, gas is probably the most uh, economic and uh, convenient and most available. W7 Kimchi. Thank you, Steve. Other station. Uh, I didn't get your call sign. Uh, please go ahead. Uh, give me your call and go ahead. Alternate net control, and I just uh, realized I didn't clear when I turned the net over to you, so I'm just going to throw my call sign out. K7 VAN. Yep, we all want to avoid those cards in the mail. Uh, <laughs> all right, so gas generator sounds like a lot of people are using that. Um, are they all the kind of uh, two-stroke lawnmower engines, or are there different options available? Have anyone had experience with different kinds of gas generators? KF7RYX, this is Dennis. KF7RYX, go ahead. Yes, on the, uh, the gas generators, there is a two-stroke and a four-stroke. The four-stroke is more like your lawnmower engine uh, on that and uh, will typically get a little bit more economy uh, from uh, the amount of gasoline that you, you burn on it. Uh, the two-stroke can be more compact and will typically deliver more horsepower, but it's not going to be as fuel efficient. Uh, and also, uh, I think uh, your lifespan or life expectancy is going to be greater on a four-stroke than it is on a two-stroke. And uh, another thing to consider in a generator is uh, fuel economy and portability. Uh, whenever you take that generator out, you're going to have to carry enough fuel with it, and that's why I, I have a 5K generator, but it's big, it's very heavy, and it consumes five gallons of gasoline for every eight hours of uh, operation as opposed to the uh, 1K generator, which will more than uh, be enough to power the radio. Uh, with uh, 1.2 gallons of gasoline for an eight-hour period of time. And that's based on a 50% load. So KF7RYX, back to net. Thank you for that. That's a 
lot of really good information. Uh, you mentioned that uh, generators can be different, uh, and that generators can have features which may be more or less uh, applicable for a ham radio. Um, one of those things is audio noise. Are there some generators that are better than others for running in the field if you've just got a 50-foot extension cord or something like that? Field 5-1. Field 5-1, go ahead. Yeah, the 1,000-watt uh, generator I have is a four-stroke, and uh, like a lot of the newer, newer model generators, mine has what they call an echo throttle. Other, other generators have other names, but what that does when you turn it on is it throttles the engine way back and therefore it gets pretty, you know, pretty quiet until you need to draw a lot of power from it. So, uh, you know, with the ham radio, it's, it's probably not even throttling up right now, although I can't hear it from, from where I'm at. But, uh, you know, that's an advantage. KC7 KFT. Also useful information. We can look for features that uh, quiet the engine and run at a lower power if they don't need full power. Um, has anyone used something like a natural gas or a propane generator? If so, call now. Not. I was wondering if anyone would. Those tend to be more of the kind of generators that uh, live next to a building rather than something that you take into the field. Um, so I guess that brings up the next question. How easy is it to take the generator into the field? Are there ones that are heavier or lighter? And uh, what sacrifices do you make for lightness? KF7RCS. KF7RCS, go ahead. If you don't mind, I'll steer the conversation back towards those propane generators. I do not have experience with them, but I would like to make a comment. Um, any carbureted gasoline generator that is out there can be converted to a runoff propane relatively simply. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. Also, uh, the logistics of fuel storage and safety of carrying the fuel is way better uh, in my humble opinion if you got propane um, I am in the process of converting mine right now so I'm looking forward to that but uh, if you if you convert yours you can carry a propane generator any place you don't have to worry about the volatility of the fumes and so on KF7RCS I think we may want to pick your brain and uh, uh, a net in the future then. Uh, I was wondering about uh, convert, well, not converting, but running off of propane. It seems like it's uh, a lot safer than trying to refill uh, with a, a tank that you're kind of spilling all over with the, the new gas nozzles that are uh, designed to spill most of your gas on the ground. Um, good information, and thank you for that. Um, are there any features that some generators have that others don't? Um, are there things that we should be looking for if we want to buy a generator? W7KMG. W7KMG, go ahead. Can I go back to the propane one more time? By all means, it's a cool topic. This is KF7CCC Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa.
Okay. I don't have one, but uh, I have a cabin up north, and uh, there's numerous people in the area that uh, have generators because it's not unusual for the power to go off for extended periods of time. Um, big advantage over propane versus gasoline or diesel is uh, it'll store for a long time. You put it in the pressurized tank, you don't have to worry about rotating it out or anything. Um, gasoline and diesel will go bad after, you know, quite a while. Even if you put, like, stable fuel stabilizer in there, they'll, they'll still go bad. And diesel's real bad about uh, getting moisture in it, which is uh, not good. Um, anyway, that's the one advantage. One of the disadvantages is um, fuel consumption. Uh, for example, if you burn uh, a gallon every eight hours with gasoline, you're probably going to burn a gallon and a half of uh, propane uh, for the same time period, and uh, that's that's the big disadvantage. But uh, I've been in the market looking for one for my cabin. That's why I uh, know some of this stuff. But uh, anyway, W7 Kimchi. Thank you, Steve. I think uh, even some of the people who weren't in the market may now be thinking about it because uh, of the things we're hearing on this net. Um, anybody else with any comments about propane? Field time one. Field time one, go ahead. Uh, yeah, the other station talked about converting generators. Uh, I presume you can actually buy one. I haven't, I don't think I've actually seen one, but that would be interesting. KC7 KMT. I don't know if you can or not. Does anyone know if you can uh, buy propane generators, portable propane generators? A7VZ, go ahead. Yeah, definitely.
propane-generators.com. Might be a cool place to check out. Um, they got conversion kits and a number of different uh, commercially available products and things like that. I'm not trying to sell anything, but uh, if you're looking for something, it might be a good place to start. There are lots of people that sell little kits and things like that for conversion, but if you're just looking to buy one, they are out there. KF7RCS. WB4ZKA. WB4ZKA, go ahead. The generator that uh, Kevin mentioned was originally manufactured for gasoline. It belongs to Chris Johnson, K6OZY. He and his family brought it up to the barn burner. Uh, he had it converted uh, to propane, but as Kevin pointed out, depending on how you uh, uh, configured it, it would burn either gasoline or propane. We were using propane. Very clever. and. Uh, very similar to what Casey just mentioned, uh, the kit to convert it is uh, apparently readily available. I haven't done the research myself, but that's what Chris reported as well. WB4 is that KA. Thank you very much. I, I think uh, now I'm thinking. I wonder if there's something like the the little Honda generators that are you know 1.2, 1.3 kilowatts that. Uh, might be convertible to propane, but I, I got to think those things might be so small that converting would be a, a tricky proposition. Um, I guess let's, let's move on now um, to the features that generators have. Are there any features that some generators have that others don't that uh, we should be looking when we're looking to buy a generator? AF7RCS. AF7RCS, go ahead. Something that just keeps ringing out in my mind when we talk about generators is uh, trying to uh, start an AC motor. So I don't know that that exactly applies because uh, I guess most people would be setting up uh, radio equipment and such, but. Uh, just beware if you're going to try to run an AC motor off of them. The starting load of one of those is typically three to four times, sometimes even five times higher than its uh, rated horsepower. KF7RCS. Field 5-1. Field 5-1, go ahead. Yeah, one feature just came to mind here is some of them have a 12-volt uh, DC output and put out about 10 amps for uh, charging a battery or something, and uh, I was wondering if we could just take a uh, you know a mobile transceiver and connect it to that 12-volt output on the generator and not bother with the, the power supply in between my extension cord and the radio. Uh, I guess that would work. I don't know. KC7KMG. W7KMG. W7KMG, go ahead. Uh, from experience, I've tried that. It's really dirty, and it's not uh, real well regulated. Uh, made a uh, really bad noises on the on the radio. So my particular generator's got one. It's a it's a battery charger, but uh, I had the same idea, but uh, it didn't work so good. W seven KMG. Field five one. Field five one. Go ahead. Okay. Thanks for that input. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I guess I could see that being the case. It probably sounded as bad at the time. I tried to talk on the net with an HT while it was plugged into the battery charger. It was uh, pretty noisy, too, is what net control told me. KC7KMT. KF7CCC, net control for the Arizona Emergency Net in Maricopa. Um, well, let's move on now to so the next, uh, I think it's the next most popular one we had on the list, which is solar. Uh, it seems like there are a bunch of different ways that you can have a solar station. I know there are home systems that have huge banks of batteries and uh, fancy inverters and backup batteries, and then there are systems that are simpler and more portable, which would be probably more appropriate to field power, uh, which probably has something like a charge controller and a single battery backup. Uh, let's start by discussing that. Has anyone had experience with solar power? KF7MZB. KF7MZB, go ahead. Uh, my first foray into solar is uh, a small 15-watt panel. Uh, I started off using an automotive battery as the battery backup, uh, but have since purchased a small sealed lead-acid uh, pair of batteries um, that I now use. I'm not currently using them, however, I'm running off uh, mobile uh, mobile power. Um, but uh, I've noticed that uh, it's very, very handy to have around. Um, the solar isn't always the cheapest way to go, uh, as panels tend to be uh, a little more expensive uh, the, the higher the wattage, uh, but such is true with the uh, generators as well. KF7MZB. Looking at solar, and I was wondering about the, the wattages of the panels. Uh, is How much is 15 watts? Is that good for, for radio communications? What do you do with it, and how do you use it? The 15 watts, uh, when uh, calculated uh, versus the uh, the output voltage, which is in full sun, 22 volts, it's only a half an amp uh, power. Um, so it's basically a trickle charge for the battery, and the battery type tends to be the main, um, uh, at least in my system. Field 5-2. All right, I'll, I'll let the first station close in the call sign and then uh, go forward with Field 5-2. F7, I'm going Field 5-2, go ahead. Okay, the uh, battery... Sounds like Field 5-2 may have a low battery condition from uh, the way she dropped out like that. Uh, maybe not. Maybe your finger just fell off the transmit button. Uh, give it a try once more. Field 5-2. Field 5-2, go ahead. Well, I hope she comes back. Um, so if I wanted to get a simple solar panel, um, 
how much would I pay for it? What sort of solar panels should I be looking for? What size? Um, what do I need? KF7RCS. KF7RCS, go ahead. Let me see if I can focus your question a little bit. Um, I guess first where you would want to start is, uh, I guess you got to power something, so you might want to know your power requirements. So uh, you might want to add up all the little doodads and odds and ends and radios and see what their uh, maximum power capabilities are and uh, maybe go from there. Um, even better if you can get some uh, guesses on the uh, usage like if you're running your mobile at 5 watts versus 50 watts uh, and at some nominal duty cycle and different things, there's some charts out there that can kind of help you. But you want to start out with understanding your power requirements before you go any further. KF7RCS. WB4ZKX. WB4ZKA, go ahead. Okay, she's dead on right. Uh, you, the question that you asked, uh, how much power do you need for solar, is, is essentially asking how tall is a tree or how long is a piece of rope. Uh, no way to answer that definitively. Start with the load. Actually, uh, you'll probably want to point out that there's a spreadsheet, a worksheet, um, on the net website that can help guide you through uh, plug-in, the, the transmit and receive and idle power of your radio and uh, some estimates of duty cycle for net control, for instance, or for net participant. And it'll tell you how much power you need uh, for a battery that you can plug in. And uh, when you plug in the size of the battery, it will tell you how long you'll be able to operate, given those assumptions. And another part of the spreadsheet is how long will it take to recharge it under what kind of current. And that'll also essentially tell you how much power you would need out of a solar panel to charge during daylight hours uh, to keep the station running as long as you want it to. Uh, some uh, some QRP uh, field radio units uh, only use a very small battery, use a solar panel, operate only during daylight hours. The battery just to, to even out the voltage and have a lot of fun with it and pack up and go to sleep at night. If you need something more than that, uh, you'll need more battery and more charging capacity uh, coming from the solar or generator or something else. I know it's a long answer, but it's Casey's right. Start from the load and work back towards the panel. That would give me four ZKA. It's a long answer, but it's a great answer. So uh, thank you for that. Um, I guess there are different kinds of solar panels, too. Does anyone know or have experience with uh, more than one kind of solar panel? KF7RCS? KF7RCS, go ahead. Well, there's a number of different technologies that they use. Uh, one is monocrystalline, the other is polycrystalline. Those are very common ones in the solar panel industry. 
Uh, monocrystalline is a little bit more expensive, but tends to have better what they call power density, which means uh, they can be smaller and give you the same amount of uh, electrical capability. Um, there's flexible ones that fold around and fold up into your bag and uh, are good for portability and uh, um, I think those are called laminate, but I, I could be wrong on that. But uh, there's a number of different kinds out there. That's at least what I'm thinking anyways. KF7RCS. That's, that's kind of what I was wondering, if, if there were some that were easier to carry than others, and uh, sounds like there are a, a number of options out there. Um, has anyone had experience with uh, solar panels that automatically orient towards the sun? Uh, is that hard to set up? Is it worth it for ham radio? This is KF7CCC, Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net, Maricopa. KF7RCS? KF7RCS, go ahead. I believe the thing you are thinking of is called a heliostat. It's not actually a solar panel, but it's a uh, control system that it works in conjunction with a solar panel that allows it to track and maximize the sun's output on the cell. Because uh, the cell's output is a function of how uh, directly pointed at the sun it is. So uh, if it's at a really bad angle, it's not going to get as much power than if it was uh, directly pointed at the sun. So there's there's ways of actually orienting your panel if it's going to be mounted permanently so that you uh, maximize that depending on the time of year and uh, so on. And then uh, the heliostat uh, maximizes that even further. But uh, typically they're more expensive than what you get by just buying more panels from what I've calculated. Camp 7 RCS. Does anyone else have other questions about solar power? If so, please come down with your CC call sign. WB4ZKA. WB4ZKA, go ahead. I'd like to hear from Virgil. He said he just got a, what, 165-watt panel? I want to know what he's uh, what he's doing with it, how he's uh, applying it, how he's uh, uh, regulating it. Um, that's an awful lot of uh, horsepower. WB4 ZKA. E7BC. Any comments?
Columbia 7, KMG. 7 PSW. All right, we'll go with, uh, I'll acknowledge N7 PSW, but first with W7 KMG. Go ahead. Hey, whenever you want to change the subject, I had something on uh, wind power for you, but I'll let you finish up with the solar. W7 KMG. All right, N7 PSW, go ahead. Yeah, with CERT, we had um, like a couple of different panels, and we have like a white cord going in to the voltage regulator. And the voltage regulator have little LEDs that would change color. Like whenever the battery got charged up, then it would change like a green or something, and then we'd remove that battery, put another battery on it, so we could have batteries to switch off during the day and then use one at night. So, and so we that feature to know when the battery is charged and you can uh, swap it out. Okay, W7KNG, tell us about wind power. Well, I don't know a whole lot about it, but I have a, a friend that's uh, MacGyver Jr. And he built a wind power generator out of an old uh, vehicle alternator. And... Uh, he found the uh, impellers or whatever you want to call them. They're not propellers. I guess they're impellers. Somewhere on the Internet. But anyway, I think it's a, like a 4 or 5 to 1 gear ratio difference. So it spins the generator or alternator fast enough to charge it. He uses that to charge like uh, 3 or 4 uh, deep cycle batteries. And then he uses that to power uh, light sources, uh, radios, whatever. Had it set up for his, uh, for his RV and claims it works pretty good. He goes in and spends a lot of time up on the rim, so I guess if he's close to the rim, the air is always moving and it's always, um, you know, spinning. So obviously very dependent on the wind. But uh, I've actually seen the thing in operation, and you can almost not detect uh, any wind movement, and it will uh, spin it fast enough to where it actually generates power. So I was just going to say, uh, you know, I guess your imagination's, uh, you know, the, what limits you and what you can do. W7 KMG. This is KF7 CCC, Net Control for the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. And um, we've reached 10 o'clock. Uh, does anyone else have any more questions about any kind of, or comments about any kind of field power? Please come now. KF7 MZB. K1 LPI. I acknowledge K1 LPI, KF7 MZB, you were first. Go ahead. I just had a quick question about the importance of uh, grounding uh, when using a generator, like using an earth ground, uh, like having the driver rod or something like that. Um, I, I wasn't sure about the importance on that, for both for electrical purposes and RF purposes. KF7MZB. Does anyone know about uh, grounding your generators? W7KMG. W7KMG, go ahead. Uh, I'm not sure if if it's absolutely necessary, but I've got a portable GFCI that uh, that I put in the circuit just in case I do something stupid, and I've uh, tested it by uh, you know putting something in water and seeing if it shorted out, and it, it pops it right away. So 
I would suggest that. Uh, as far as grounding, I'm really not sure. W7KMG. does sound like some people have used it without grounding and uh, been successful. I don't know if grounding will be better or not. I know there is some, some question about whether you should ground your generator. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, if anyone else knows, call now. K5DAR. K5DAR, go ahead. Well, one caution, make sure you only ground it in one place. If you, if you put it in multiple grounds, you're going to have circulating current. K5DAR. That's good advice. And back to Dave, K1LPI. Come with your comment or question. This is Dave, K1LPI. I had to step away from the radio due to a dog-related issue, so I may have missed a turn. Um, I will make two comments. Uh, first, on grounding the generator, uh, if you are connecting the generator to your household circuits through a generator uh, cutoff switch or some other appropriate electrical arrangement, that should include a ground because you should be using a three-wire connection uh, with the Hudson, a neutral and a ground. And if you have a large uh, generator generating 220, then you should be carrying um, a ground along with that. So uh, that would take care of it if you were tying it into your household system. If you're just running it with your ham radio equipment, uh, you could try using a single ground point, preferably the same ground point that your antennas are using in order not to create a ground loop. And um, so that was my uh, comment there. My other comment is about wind power. Rather than using automobile genera uh, alternators uh, because they do require higher RPMs, it turns out a lot of people are building wind generators using older permanent magnet motors that were once used to power old Ampex digital tape drives. You can buy these motors on eBay, and uh, there's a lot of articles in the Wind Power magazines about it, and uh, they generate tremendous amounts of uh, power when the wind spins the shaft, and uh, every motor really is a generator if you uh, understand that they work both ways. So with that, my comments, K1LPI. Interesting stuff. And uh, a few more terms to search on on the web, I think, now we have. Uh, anybody else with any more comments or questions on field power? Please come. Well, when you find your event lasts longer than the batteries you brought, there are still ways to power your radio. We've heard some of the advantages and disadvantages of several power sources. I'd encourage you to become familiar with field power sources. Even if you don't own one, you might well find yourself using one in the future. In such a situation, knowing about different kinds of field power will help you communicate long after the energy money dies. So, are there any announcements for the net? If so, call now with your call sign only. KF7CCC Net Control. We meet again on these repeaters next Monday evening at 9 o'clock. 
topic, I believe, is going to be Go Kids with uh, K7DZ Virgil. My thanks to KE7DIN, my alternate net control station tonight. I appreciate your help and support. All stations who would like experience in the alternate net control chair, I'm asking for a volunteer tonight to help next week. You won't be asked to do anything that makes you uncomfortable. If you'd like to try your hand at alternate net control next Monday night, call now. to learn more about the net ahead of time if you volunteer for all connect control because then you get the script. If you volunteer the night of, then you're reading it as the uh, net controller is reading it out to everybody. So if you want to get in on this action, try calling now. someone to volunteer next week. This has been the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa. You can find a recording archive of this net and other net information at www.alphaechonovember-mikealpharomeo.org. That's A-E-M-M-A-R dot O-R-G. For more information on Arizona Aries, go to www.alphazulu-alpharomeoromeolima.org forward slash secure. That's az-arrl.org forward slash secure. Go sign up for practical hands-on experience in public service events with the Maricopa County Emergency Communications Group at www.mcecg that's mikecharliegolf.net While you're there, click on the AZ HamServe button on the front page to sign up for the AZ HamServe email group to receive bulletins and notices about the net and other public service topics. Thank you to all net stations for participating this evening. It's been a great night. All stations are free to stand down and secure. Thanks to the Arizona Repeater Association for letting us use these repeaters. Thanks also to the general amateur radio community for cooperating with the net. This is Net Control closing the Arizona Emergency Net Maricopa and returning the frequency to the patch to general amateur use. Good night. This is KF7CCC.